Today, all over the world, there are thousands of Sino-Soviet intelligence agents with money to burn, looking for unsuspecting targets for exploitation among members of our forces. Those memes with Saul Goodman, where it was like, have you guys seen those? Where it's like, your honor, like, my client is literally innocent. Or it was, it was something like that. It was, they just, oh, yeah, it's like literally they just innocent. Yeah, literally like innocent, but go off. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, <that's it>. no <laughs> cap. <laughs> that's just my parents are, like, after Breaking Bad, have moved on to Better Call Saul as the show they're going to discover and then tell me about, even though I've seen the goddamn thing way before yeah. any of them ever had. Uh, um, yeah, have you ever seen this really cool show? It's called Better Call Saul. It's like Breaking Bad, but like before. That sounds yeah. just like his dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly how my dad sounds. No, yeah, I know it's great to have my my dad does be like, Cole, you remember you seen this? I'm like, Yeah. I have seen that. Um it's really good. And then he'll tell me about it and I'm like, I I know all this. I know every I know very intimate details about it. Um, but uh, my dad made the joke yesterday where he was like, you know, every time I see all this social injustice, I just think, better call Saul. What? Great. Like, what? Fantastic dad joke. Just referencing a show that you passively watched. No, really. really (laughs) He's just trying to relate to. He's like, what are the kids? What are the SJWs? You know, crying about right now. It's Black Lives, and who cares about Black Lives more than Saul Goodman? Saul Goodman. Yeah. Yeah. It's such it's such a dad thing to watch a very like intricate slow burn show, and your your main takeaway from that is well, better call Saul. Yeah. Yeah. Which, at the point in their show, hasn't happened yet, I don't think. I don't think he's no. even become no. Saul Goodman said that, but, no. you know, that doesn't stop them. <laughs> no, the great thing about having, I mean, the great thing about sharing a habitation with your parents is that um, they, for, well, this has been longer than just now, but, I mean, maybe it's a thing amongst parents to just assume that, to just assume that you should be available to them at all times. Mm -hmm. So even if you're sitting there with headphones on reading a book, they'll just say things out loud. And then when you don't respond, (laughs) they get angry. Like they just completely (laughs) blow past any idea that you may not be available to immediately come to their attention. They bark at you. I wanted Um, a son. God damn it. I didn't want a fairy who reads. And that, and that happened to me yesterday when I got home and I was like, well, I have to get up early. So I'm going to try to make dinner. Mm. And they were so distracting to me. I had my headphones in. I was cooking and they asked me 40 different questions. Every time I had to pause, like what, what do you say? Like it distracted me so much that I left the fucking heat on my rice and burnt the shit out of it on the bottom. Like Ugh. just a crust of burnt shit on the bottom of it. I had to toss it out. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like do a Crispin wall. I'm gonna annihilate my face <laughs> with a Bowflex. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna do the, the Amityville guy. I'm just gonna shoot my parents while they sleep. <laughs> Fucking Midsummer. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pull a hose from my car into the house. This is all, <laughs> this is all satire for legal reasons. None yeah, of this. Satire. Yeah, satire. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to tweet something like that about that fucking shithead who murdered those people. I wanted to be like, 
you know, you know, tweet out like, oh, normally I'm not the type to like, you know, own guns so I can fantasize about murdering people. But I, I would love to just parody this guy in his fucking satire, you know. But I was yeah. like, I kind of am employed at the moment, kind of. So like. And that would be the type of tweet that would get me <laughs> fired. If I'm so if they ever discovered it, dude, yeah. I am so ready. I've already been, I've already been kind of canceled uh, through a couple people. Uh, so I'm so ready for like the whole big enough on Twitter employer thing, where your employer finds it and is like, <laughs> Matt, we got to talk yeah. about this, dude. <laughs> like, okay, couple things. One, are you okay? Two, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I, I don't think I personally know somebody that's ever been confronted about their social like i, I don't know of anyone that's ever had oh, to. I, I, mean, I have been confronted about my <laughs> social media multiple oh, really? times yeah, really? yes. directly no, uh, no not by employers no but no, by I'm people talking, i know employers oh okay yeah no i don't my employers will never find my twitter <laughs> they can find my yeah. facebook they will never find my twitter well, yeah. uh, the, the guy's name, Cole, that you're referencing is Kyle Rittenhouse, and yeah. he's a 17-year-old who I guess is a part of this white militia. Who wanted that, to be a cop. Yeah, really wanted if to he, be a cop. If he would have waited a year, he could have got away with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. If he had gone through the academy, then you know this sort of thing wouldn't have uh, you know, be walking free right now. But Shit, They would have given him a medal for it. But let's back no, it up. It, a, let's back it up a second because these this shooting that happened during the protest was the result of a black man, Jacob Blake, getting yeah. shot seven times in the back by Kenosha, Wisconsin police officers. And have you guys seen that video? It's like yeah, a nineteen second clip. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so just to uh, I'll break like a quick breakdown is so the situation is. Uh, there's two white women fighting in front of this guy's house, I believe, or mm. fighting, and he sees it. And he's in the car with his kids, and so he gets out to try to break them up, and someone had called the cops. And the cops show up, and of course they immediately just laser focus on him mm-hmm. and are like, what are you doing, what are you doing? And the guy, and you know, he says, rightly so, he says, well, I didn't do anything wrong, so I'm leaving. And the cops are like, sir, sir, like fucking barking orders at him while he's trying to get in his car and leave because he's like, I didn't do anything. I'm taking my kids. I'm going home. And then, you know, he's in his car about to get drive away. And the cop just like grabs him, yanks him out and then simultaneously pulls his gun and just shoots him seven times in the back. Yeah. While his kids were there. Right. Yeah. I saw this stat. It was three minutes. They arrived at the scene. And three minutes later, they're shooting him in the fucking back. Mm-hmm. Like, like where is any attempt there to figure out what is going on? Like the sheer, just the, just their fucking pig-headed conception, which is that oh, he's walking away and is not just listening to us bark at him. So we'll just try to fucking kill him mm-hmm. seven times. They've got him. Yeah. They've got. He, he's got a hold of the guy. So, okay, I want, I want to ask him questions. Okay, well, you know, you can pull him out or whatever. I'm not saying that's good either because yeah. he didn't do anything fucking wrong. But mm-hmm. to then shoot him seven, it, it's like... It breaks you know, the illusion. I, it breaks the illusion between, like, when, when uh, right-wingers are like, well, if you don't do anything wrong, you have nothing to fear from the cops, right? Because, yeah. I mean, like, he wasn't doing anything wrong. Well, no, uh, if you read... and. Like I've long since 
you know, understood that under these types of stories, the comments will just be people, you know, either deep throating boots or just being vile scum. Right. But just mm-hmm. still seeing people being like, well, he shouldn't walk away or he's reaching for a gun or just making stuff up saying, he, well, he was reaching for a gun. Uh, is there a gun on video? Does he own one? No, but he was, that's what he was doing. And of course he sh- that means he deserves to get perforated and paralyzed, which he is. He's paralyzed from the waist down all for something he had no control over. He didn't oh, it didn't kill him? Yes. Yeah, no. no, no, he's alive. He was, wow. uh, he was in surgery and now he's in ICU, but he lived like seven shots in the back, which is yeah. incredible. You and know, he's, he's paralyzed. paralyzed. He's in a wheelchair. And that's, yeah. it, it's honestly pro- not, not worse or, or whatever. You don't want to compare the two heinous acts or yeah. whatever, but honestly, it's like he's got to deal with that for like the rest of his life. Right. And his kids have to deal with that too. I mean, the kids like to talk about fucking someone up psychologically senior. It's what I've seen that have father gets shot in the back seven times by, for, for doing nothing wrong. I mean, where's mm-hmm. the justice in that? There is none. Yeah. It's just, you know, yeah. When well, there's, the, and then yeah. you see the, you see the people, the, the police department, I've seen this pictures of the, like when people are protesting this, you see the police department come out in full, like military riot gear yeah. And you know that these police officers were ready for a fight. Like they, mm-hmm. they don't, it's not like, Oh, we have a couple of like riot cops. It's like every fucking police officers like tacked out, like maxed out, like max out all their fucking, uh, jack booted thug stats or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they walk out there fully militarized, ready to like crack some skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like Cole said, the, the, the three minute window, like where it was just that long, like they had made up their mind on what was going to happen before they even yeah. got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see, well, one, the police department there, the Kenosha PD, they don't have to wear body cams. They don't have body cams. Well, the thing is, is that I'm pretty sure that they were, they have ordered some or like they were mandated to have them, but they weren't in the budget. Like no one was paying for it. So they just didn't have them. It was like pass something saying they, we should all have body cams. But they don't have any because they never ordered. No one compelled them to actually buy them or put them on. If if anyone's still under the illusion that our police force is not militarized, like just take a look at what's happening around you. At the very beginning of all of this, the actual inciting incident, like Cole said, three minute window. There was no attempt to deescalate, and and Cole pointed out like there's other tactics just as like very terrible, like tasing or tear gassing or there's other ways of handling that, even though they still would have been wrong. It would have yeah. been, would it have been trying to take someone's life? And then you take that, which was terrible. And then you have the protest happen. And like Matt said, they come out in full Iron Man mech suits, ready to mm-hmm. beat the shit out of protesters and turn. They're the ones turning Kenosha into a war zone, not the protesters. Mm-hmm. The police officers mm-hmm. are the ones with SWAT vehicles, armored trucks, full right gear, right shields. And we're like, we're like, okay, so where's the body cams? You could have all this, but right. not a single piece of equipment to try to deescalate the situation. Like we don't have, sorry folks, we don't have the money for it as they like roll out the giant spider robot from Wild well, Wild West. Like. Cops, <laughs> the, the cop, the police force aren't meant to de-escalate the situa- situation. They're meant to retaliate. Yeah, protect. Like, I mean, you, yeah. 
yeah, it, yeah, it's like, you know, they say, okay, well, I mean, even then, like it's, it's protect capital or whatever. It's like the, they, they, they suit up to, to, to beat the snot out of the ne'er-do-wells, which are the protesters in this, like exercising their first amendment rights. But unfortunately in America, you don't really have first amendment rights. Like you right. have as much first amendment rights as the government says you do. Exactly. Um, and then the video, you have the shooting that happens at a protest about a shooting where mm-hmm. you have these white wannabe cops who, I guess, uh, the, the guy uh, was 17 who mm-hmm. shot two people and injured one other person. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a video of him, like there's video of the shootings, and then there's a video of him. There's like a brigade of police officers coming to respond mm-hmm. to the shooting. There's armored trucks. They all drive past him. He has his AR-15 out in front of him walking down the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And he even walks up to a cop car. And they like tell yeah. him, like, go, go away. And it's mm-hmm. just incredible the ineptitude of these police officers that the actual perpetrator, because he's white, they just completely ignore like the collaboration, like it's not just ineptitude, it's collaboration at times. Like there are videos that suggest that like, I mean, no, don't suggest like the cops are handing them water bottles. They're saying, we appreciate you being here. Like, and that weird fucking video where the, where the, he's walking by and gives like a signal, which look to me, looks like a hand signal that says something like it's making my fucking QAnon part of my brain throb <laughs> when I see that. But just being, yeah, like the, the cops know ultimately that that guy, that fucking bitch, is never going to turn his weapon on them. Mm-hmm. They know that these these militia guys, because there's there's no cock. They love authority. They talk shit about all this time, but they they love they they because they want to be. They want to be cops. They want to be put in those positions of power, right? So they idolize them, and they're never going to turn their their guns on them, no matter what the cops do. They're never going to turn their guns on them. So they see them as allies and they are, they're there to help. Mm-hmm. They're like, what better, what better way to phrase it? They're there to protect capital too. They're like mm-hmm. they're yeah. standing in front of like a fucking CVS ready to air mm-hmm. hole someone who tries to burn it down. Like mm-hmm. if the cops mm-hmm. are protectors of capital, these guys are like auxiliary protectors of capital. They're volunteering their services to make sure these fucking businesses don't get you know, destroyed or whatever, right? And in, in the meantime, they just murder people. Why do you think they're protectors of capital? Like, not why do you, why do you think they're protectors of capital? But why would you? Why do you think someone would want to be a protector of capital besides being a cop? Well, because like it's instilled in us that mm-hmm. cap, like uh, that capital is more valuable. That mm-hmm. that like so, like a business if it produces profit and all like all this stuff that that's more valuable than a, yeah. a person, an individual. Yeah. We. We devalue human life to the look point at the, where, yeah. Look at the reactions of people to these protests, not just the one in Kenosha, but all the protests that happened before. What do they freak out about? Oh, no, the AutoZone. Oh, no, the Zaxby's. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. they're burning down their own communities. They're like, killing, are, yeah. listen, they're like killing a black man is one thing, but destroying a business, that's just as bad. Like they see it as you, equivalent. They see, yeah, they see, um, I think as they see the, uh, the the businesses that that the the you know looters quote unquote are attacking, they see it as like the empire, right? I think a lot of these guys who are like uh, <clears throat> Nazis who are far right, like 
um, sympathizers or even far right themselves, they think that like America, the empire is like the, is like a new Roman empire or whatever. Right. And they have this like LARPing fantasy of like protecting the empire, which is of being like a centurion on the frontier of of holding back the barbarians. And so we, we like, because we live in this like, um, alienated state all the time. And these guys are alienated as well. Then they think that the only way to, um, you know, die with any dignity is to uh, go out in a blaze of glory and go out as a hero to the Republic, yeah. right? And so we're so good at like teaching this type of like rhetoric and reinforcing this through different things like cop shows through whatever that they're willing to go out there and to murder people in cold blood because they view the, 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 um, the safety and the sanctity of the Republic or whatever as uh, more important than any one human life that they could take. Yeah. Right. Which is funny because they, they see these videos like this video of those like Chinese kids playing the little basketball game or whatever, where they're all bouncing the balls in unison. And people are like, this is horrible because like yeah. China is teaching, indoctrinating its kids to be like, collectivized and these are the same people who criticize that but at the same time they think that the empire itself is more important than the individual yeah and, and they'd be all they see nothing wrong with like the pledge of allegiance or national anthem before like a football game or like any mm-hmm. shit like that that is actual like what they're talking about that's actually what that that is indoctrination. I mean, in a way, it's right because it's, instead of like instead of being like a humanistic approach, which is what like a like a communist outlook would be, it's a it's a capitalist approach, which is you know uh, capital is the most important thing to protect, right? Like the republic is essentially the Republic of America is essentially capital itself. You know, it's like yeah. the corporatocracy. So. What do you what do you think about this, Matt? Uh, talking about that video where it's the Chinese kids at at kindergarten. Which one? It's fucking kindergartners. It's like, so why cute. Why are we freaking out about that? Yeah, and it's um, so cute. They're so cute in that video. What do you think about this? The fact that the the corporations uh, they profit off of China. They profit mm-hmm. from those kids at that kindergarten. They're going to profit off them one day. Yes, and. The U.S. and the Chinese economy are so intertwined; they're almost inseparable now. Mm-hmm. And and that if one thing happens, you know, one thing happens to China, it happens to the U.S. too. Mm-hmm. But our politicians and those same corporations tell the American people that we're somehow at odds with the Chinese people. Do you think that is just so we won't relate to them and won't form an international proletariat or at least identify with these people that they're exploding and saying, hey, maybe it, you shouldn't be exploiting them too? I think it's I think it's a couple things. I think it's like obviously it's xenophobic, right? Like the Chinese people are the enemies because those are different people than, than we are. And China is actually like the only um, civilization currently that could give us like a run for our money like – by itself, right? Like, you know, obviously a bunch of countries could band together and just fuck over the U.S., but, like, China by itself is a big threat. And because of that, like, intertwining thing you were saying, right, I think we have this big fear of, like, the Chinese and China in particular because um, we're worried because if China decides, hey, fuck you guys, then we would be in trouble, right, in a certain 
sense um, financially, right? Um, and I also think that it's just good old fashioned like Orientalism, right? Yeah. Like it's like the West versus the East constantly, right? It's like mm-hmm. a thought process. Like the the civilization of the West is more civilized, whereas the East is more barbaric. And we think that because we see this video of these kindergartners doing like a collective activity, it <laughs> says, okay, this is what this is what China is. It's brainwashing these kids to work together, which in the U.S. we or in the West, right? Quote unquote, the West, we um, like idolize individualism, which isn't true. I'm just here to say that like individualism mm-hmm. in the West is not like actually idolized because, like I said, it's a mm-hmm. corporatocracy. We care about capital. Yeah, um, consu- consumer like like your identity, your individual, you as an individual is only emphasizes far as consumerism goes like what do you consume like that's you is what you consume right and we're worried about like and and much like um uh, maybe uh you guys can chime in on this too but much like uh you know like uh worrying about like a different population like like okay the jews are like uh i'll I'll use a bug analogy or whatever right the jews are like cockroaches they'll like overrun us or whatever that's what like americans think of chinese people they go okay well they're breeding like that's what you hear a lot of the time they they breed like cockroaches or whatever and they have so many chinese people that they they have way more a bit way bigger army than us so there's a fear that like because there's so many so much more like chinese people in the chinese army than there is americans in the u.s army like there's that fear of the other Mm-hmm. that is like you know kind of ruling over the um regular u.s citizen so yeah, i don't know I if gonna, the question or not but well i was going to add to what you're saying matt or i mean and also to answer josh's question is that i think it's mostly um i the main driver behind it for me is just nationalism it's just uh and nationalism and just um uh I mean, I think there's uh, an acknowledgement of what you were saying, Matt, that China is our biggest competitor, possibly going to win. You know, uh, the American empire as it is now is receding and crumbling and that they uh, might be there to pick up where we leave off. Um, and uh, I feel like there's um, I mean, not like it's been explicitly stated by so, like like Tom Cotton, right, that, well, we might have to go to war and that'll be a sacrifice I'm willing to make. And I think what this is just the same strategy used over and over is that where um, the U S just, just takes like, I mean, the same with Iraqi, like uh, the Iraqi people, Afghanistan, Afghanistan, these places where they just, they convince them us that, yeah, they are an other and through othering them, they they convince us not to care. You know, a million dead. Like anytime, anytime anyone talks about Iraq and says five thousand dead Americans, there that that proves that proves that it works. Because if you're if you're going to mention that war and not mention the million, probably you know, a uh, million and a half really uh, dead Iraqis from that war, and however many more in Afghanistan, then you've basically just said, well, I don't really care what happens if a bunch of them die in horrific pain because, you know, again, like they are like they've been you've been in the subject of this campaign to, to you know exemplify Americans and dehumanize anyone outside of America's borders mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and China especially and it's older than now um, you know it's connected with that 
idea that like like there's a reason like 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 post-war like nazi apologia like talked about the soviets as an asiatic horde like they're pushing that idea of the of the east being this teeming mass that just overwhelms you with sheer numbers so you know i feel like that's just that's the same tradition just you know into today mm -hmm. what do you guys kind of pivoting what do you guys think about the milwaukee bucks um not like suspending the playoffs it's fucking awesome okay. yeah it's great yeah 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 because you know if you, if you really want to and I, I saw i was scrolling through twitter when, it, when that news broke and this guy uh somebody <laughs> was like i don't know if this is really going to help the cause i'm like it's definitely going to help a lot more if doing this than they would if they didn't you know yeah, absolutely. yeah if they just yeah. kept having like yeah. you know uh enough on your jersey yeah. right you know like stuff like that like yeah, the NBA like paint like painting Black Lives Matter on the on the court, you know, these very symbolic things. Mm -hmm. Um and then you have something that's actually real intangible, which is a which is a strike, is what it is. People were saying it's a yeah. boycott. It's a no, it's a strike, it's a labor strike. They're not yeah. they're saying we're not bringing our labor to this and you can't you don't have a product if you don't have our labor. So mm -hmm. um Yeah, I think and that's it, yeah, yeah. It's basically it's basically kind of like they're they're bullying their the NBA, like the players want to bully the NBA into taking a better stance on these issues. You know? Well, also it gets the word out, right? Like, cause I mean, yeah. there's that, there's that uh, video that I saw and it was that uh, TNT commentator. I don't know that much about basketball, so forgive me, but it's that commentator. Probably. I think so. Yeah. And he just walks off. He's like, I can't be yeah. here. And then like walks oh, yeah. off and like, yeah. you know, he didn't have to, you know, if, if he wanted to like, not show up or whatever he just not show up but he i think he made a statement and i think it's a yeah, pretty absolutely. powerful statement of yeah. just going hey you know there's this injustice in the world and i kind of want to show that there's this injustice in the world so i'm going to walk off it's like you know like colin kaepernick just keeps fucking winning right like i mean that's like what i see like not maybe not financially or whatever but like ideologically he's nothing he's been nothing but winning for the past forever and all these yeah people, like bitching about it or whatever they they, they see now that that like these issues are actually important and the 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 bucks like i'm glad that they took a stand i'm glad that like obviously when whenever workers like you know assert their like authority it's always a great thing and even if you're like a, a professional athlete you're still a worker right but like you're you're showing and, and the nba did has done something that most people can't achieve in nowadays which is uh organize a successful strike right yeah. mm -hmm. which is incredible it's incredible for both things it's incredible for labor but it's also incredible for the message that they're trying to convey because i mean people are talking about it right i mean it's working because if 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 two people are in conversation about it then it's working absolutely right. um and and not just like the conversation is one aspect, but this has had a cascading result in that now the Raptors are discussing. Yep. And I think the Celtics, too, they're talking about uh, postponing the playoffs because Donovan oh, the Brewers Mitchell, as well. The Brewers. The, yeah. oh, OK. OK. Yeah. And so this is leading to we could see a whole league strike in the NBA mm -hmm. potentially. Um, well, and, you said the Brewers are. Yeah. Wow, I didn't see that. That's incredible. Yeah, MLB, which is like 
I believe the Mariners were going to as well because they have the most black players in the league. But yeah, MLB doing something is like, um, <laughs> yeah, because that's the that's the bastion. That and the NFL are really the the overlap of like conservative sports fans. Um, yeah, I wanted to say, Matt, you brought up Colin Kaepernick. Just a quick aside, uh, like my favorite thing on the NFL subreddit was anytime something got brought up about Kaepernick, like you know, very obviously being blackballed in the league and not being signed anywhere uh, about that lawsuit going forward. And all the, and like the comments being like a couple being like, well, yeah, he's got a point all that. Right. So that's, you know, good on them. And then just a million people being like, yeah, well, like, you know, uh, you know, protesting was one thing, but then he wore like a pig's shirt or like socks that said pigs on them. And there were cops or he wore a Fidel Castro shirt in Miami. It's like, Oh fuck! Like you say, he keeps winning. Like he keeps fucking winning. Like yeah, I mean that guy obviously keeps winning because that dude at the fucking RNC, that like Cuban guy who's like, you know, oh my family like were run out of Cuba because Fidel was pissed off that we had slaves in plantations and everything. (laughs) You know, like obviously people who are going to talk about Fidel Castro and stay in Fidel Castro just keep fucking winning. I think Kaepernick. You know, granted, he is a millionaire, but still, he made his sacrifices led to so much change. In the fact that you know, by him protesting, him getting blackballed, we like he's lost millions and millions of dollars by actually sticking, standing for his oh, belief. I, I would say that he's. I, I don't know how much like in the NFL contracts are, but I'd say he's probably lost more. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it's a pr- probably like a in. Like a, if he, I don't know how good he was. I don't know a lot of the, the mm-hmm. behind the scenes stuff. But if he's like a halfway decent player, I would say that like he could have yeah. played in the NFL for like ever, shut his mouth, right, and then just like made oh, money. What every other mm. fucking white quarterback mm-hmm. in that league does, which is yeah, just, it, you know, exactly. And, and then what he he did was he stood for his beliefs, and like obviously, you know, you saw that he he didn't like get necessarily rewarded for standing for his beliefs, but like he keeps winning like ideologically. I mean, he mm-hmm. keeps being indicated in my, at least in most people's opinion. I mean, there yeah. are still people who are like, Oh, that motherfucker should have just played and shut up and not talked and blah, blah. But like, I mean, obviously like, like NFL, like to me, it's going to be so funny when the NFL comes back and they're like, yeah, black lives matter. It's going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so good. They, they're fucking eating crow, right? Yeah. They're, it's going to be like, like, Kaepernick is even if you're like okay maybe you're like me a little bit where you know he did cash in a bit with the Nike ad but you know he like he is uh, from what I can tell he does like that money goes towards like charity like 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 mm-hmm. direct action groups and stuff so like I'm not but he saying, could have he could have yeah. but here's the thing even with the Nike ad right and I'm not I'm not defending Nike or anything but even right. with the Nike he cashed in yes but he didn't sell out. In, in the sense that if he were to go, which Nike obviously is a terrible company or whatever, but he didn't sell out to, to, to his message, which is like Black Lives Matter, right? Like he didn't, he, he, he wasn't silent on that front at least. Yeah. He didn't, yeah, so. he, yeah. He didn't basically just go and create a t-shirt company that says, you know, like make it, he didn't go and make jerseys that said Black Lives Matter and shit like right. that. You know, I think he really stuck to his message and the money was just, the money wasn't even probably in his, the top of his priorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was like the 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 faintest little push, the faintest yeah. little like you know whatever. Um, even if you're like, even if you have that like whatever small inkling, or you're just like 
whatever, like a contrarian leftist who wants to be like, well, well, you know, the, the fuck, um, then, uh, wait, run that, run that by me one more time. If you want to be a contrarian leftist, he says like, oh, 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 my balls. Uh, anyway, um, (laughs) even if you think that he's, he's fundamentally good because he pisses off conservatives, like just Mm -hmm. makes them like shaking with rage to the the point where like, um, the Chapo's read this article like back in 2017, but you know, it's like talking to Trump's base, which are just like these old retirees, like used car salesman types, like why are they voting for Trump? Because of Kaepernick, <laughs> like, like they just they can't go two seconds without mentioning just him disrespecting our flag, and it's like, God, I just love like it's how angry he makes them. And it, Matt, you're exactly right. When the NFL comes out and does their uh, performative shit, they're gonna lose their mind. And it's like, good, I want you to never have a fun day, to never be able to look, to like, never have an escape from anything. I want you to be confronted with it all at all times. What I love about the NBA, besides the fact that basketball is the sport of the people, uh, thank um, you, Chairman Mao. Um, <laughs> wait a minute, that, I, I, I would actually, <laughs> I'd actually uh, protest that and say that baseball is the uh, sport of the proletariat. But continue, El Castro. Anyway, what, yeah. what you see is, <laughs> ball. is yeah, they they came out strong with the Black Lives Matter and letting players actually express themselves instead of shutting it down like the NFL did. Well, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. They expressed themselves in a in a carefully curated list of things they could put on their jersey. Yeah, like, 30, 30 something things they could say on their jersey. But as far as like, like Mao was right or something, something cool. <laughs> yeah. But as far as players being able to go to protests, like Jalen Brown going to protest and other players going to protest, and then the NBA kind of at, granted they were advertising it, you know, as a way to make money off of it, but it's still mm-hmm. spreading the message. But now you're seeing. Okay, the NBA is going to actually lose money now that the yes. Bucks and other teams are not going to be playing in the playoffs. The NBA is going to be losing a lot of money. And mm-hmm. that is actually the most important part of all of this. Like that this huge organization and the NBA is not um, alone. You know, they have corporate sponsors. So this is going to impact other companies too. And that's really like at the end of the day, money is what puts pressure on people. And so if they're losing money on this, it's going to kind of push people's hands. And maybe those corporations might potentially lobby for something to happen. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely that those companies are going to lobby for that, that, that chick who won't write white fragility to come talk to, yeah. <laughs> talk to their African American players about how race matters or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, what else we got to talk about, folks? I mean, like the, I guess the, the, the thing that's really captured the, I mean, we could talk about the conventions, I guess. I haven't watched most of either of them. Um, from what I could tell of the DNC, from what, like just media, like Twitter and uh, other podcasts I've listened to is that the DNC has just been kind of this, um, I mean, almost like they were in 2016. It's just making this pitch to, uh, like the decency and dignity and, you know, br- trying to bring in like this coalition of like liberals and like moderate Republicans. And like, 
just really going hard on this idea that they're going to become like the 1990s version of the GOP. Like mm-hmm. this, they're going to try to be like um, the party of just just capital. Like they're going to bring in all the all the folks, all the folks interested in having like the most efficient, you know, uh, a, like a kind of, a kind of inclusive global capital, and you know. And their hope being we'll leave the, the left fringe and the right fringe. They'll just be, they'll die off and then we'll be the, the broad coalition of, you know, whatever, uh, capital really. Um, and, uh, just, uh, what struck out to me is that like the fact that like having, I mean, at this point, yeah, they're, they're, they're just bringing in like the cavalcade mm-hmm. of like respectable Republicans. And, you know, and they bring like fucking Colin Powell, like to come speak. And it's like, if Colin Powell sat in front of the UN and he lied and he knew he was lying and he still did it, they said, here you go, read this unsubstantiated information and to the UN so we can get this fucking war rolling. And he said, okay. And that's not, that's the most recent thing he did. Like, don't even bring up, like, the Mile Eye Massacre. Like, he was instrumental in covering that up. Mm-hmm. And this is the guy they bring on to be like, folks, we're, we're the party of decency. Or, you know, we're the party of dignity here. And here to talk to you about fucking decency is Colin Powell, folks. <laughs> here to talk to you about decency did, is Henry Kissinger, folks. Did you see, did you guys watch the video that I sent you guys about Trump talking about Bernie? Did you guys uh, watch that? I don't believe I've, so. I, I, I think I know what you're referring to. I don't know if I watched that specific video. So Trump was, it was at the, I'm pretty sure it was at the RNC and he was talking about Bernie and he was saying that, he's like, listen, Bernie people, right? They're very, they're very passionate. They're like us. They're very passionate. But, and he <laughs> talks about how like in 2016, Bernie people got fucked over by Hillary, yes. right? By the Hillary nomination. So a lot of people didn't vote for, for, Hillary, instead they either A vote for Trump or, or B didn't vote at all. Well, and the vast majority, like the vast majority of them didn't vote at all. Yeah, but. and then he said, he's talking about, uh, he's talking about like how uh, Bernie got fucked out of it again. And he says that like a lot of Bernie supporters, which is true, um, which is hilarious because a lot of Biden supporters and, and Warren supporters, um, said that they, uh, they said that they could win the election without Bernie supporters, right? Without the progressive vote. Um, and now they're, 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 they're begging essentially saying like, if you don't vote for Biden, it's a vote for Trump. Well, it's um, not like begging that like they're not, they're doing the same thing they did, which is a uh, scold. Right. Right. Um, which is a form yeah. of begging in, in, in my opinion that cause they know that okay. they, they can't do it. Right. Cause, cause it's, it's like, it's just, they're not like being like, oh, please vote for Biden. But they're like, if you don't vote for Biden, like you're evil. So, and it's kind of like a wink, like, hey, vote for Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, so Trump had, again, like my man has like some pretty good, like, like he, he can diagnose the problem pretty well. He's just terrible at fucking helping. <laughs> and he's well, saying, yeah, because he's got, he's got no answer. <laughs> like, right. And he's saying stuff like, okay, well, so Biden like the Bernie base isn't very enthusiastic to vote for Biden and most of them don't want to vote for Biden. And so he's talking about it and he, he just, he says, well, like, look at what they did to Bernie this time around. 
He said they kept Liz Warren in the race. And then Liz took away some of, uh, and he's like, Bernie did great. Did he call her Pocahontas or Liz? He did call her Pocahontas. Yeah. He said Pocahontas stayed in the race, which is fantastic. It's hilarious. Yes. He said Pocahontas stayed in the race so that, um, so that Sleepy Joe could, could, that Pocahontas could steal some, some votes from, uh, Bernie, right? In, in the States. And he was like, Bernie would have won if she, if they didn't fuck him over. And Elizabeth Warren, like, helped fuck him over. And then she, she, you know, drops out, doesn't endorse either of them, like, waits for the longest time, all this stuff. She just fucks yeah. him. They just keep fucking Bernie over. Mm-hmm. And, and he's describing it and <laughs> he almost gets to, right? Like, and that's all I said. I said, like, Gun to my head, gun to my balls. Tell me to vote now. Again, I'm, I'd vote Trump, which I don't, I hate the guy. So don't, don't take that as like a yeah, endorsement of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, it's like, and you know, honestly, they're enthusiastic people and we're, we're welcome. We're, we're enthusiastic people. They're enthusiastic people. I love them. We love them. You know, let's do it. And I'm like, listen, honey, I'm not voting, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like, um, like with the DNC, you have this like this this like you, I think a great adjective is cavalcade. You have this cavalcade of these fucking ghouls, like these ghouls yeah. of the Republican Party who are like actually evil people, right? And I mean the Democrats are evil people too, but I'm just saying like these Republicans that they have on are like truly terrible people, documented terrible people, and they're just saying that like because they're not Trump, they're good people, right? It's it's a uh, it's Trump derangement mm. syndrome. To the nth degree, at least the DNC was, and the RNC, which is great because Trump derangement syndrome works on both sides of the the oh, yeah. U.S. political oh, yeah. spectrum. Because the RNC acted like it was fucking Darth Vader, like he was Darth Vader or something, being like, "Look, the, em- the greatest empire that's ever existed rule a thousand years." Like, yeah. yeah, those are basically the two conventions. Yeah. So you had you had the DNC be like, "Oh, here's a here's a war criminal that uh, mm-hmm. here's a couple." criminals on both sides of the party that uh, I think Trump's a big meanie dummy. Yeah. Did, you, did you guys ever see what, uh, it's similar to, uh, there's a video I can send you guys, it's what Chris Christie said, that's his name, right, Chris Christie? What's his name? The fat guy? Yeah, yeah, the fat <laughs> dude. The fat governor, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Did you guys see what he said about Bernie when, uh, uh, I think it was, it might have been earlier this year before the primaries, uh, he was on the Colbert show. And Colbert was a, oh. a big, a big Warren guy. What a and Warren, lightning they were talking about, of personality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they were talking about Warren and Bernie. And Chris Christie was a shitty person with an absolutely great point. He's like, Bernie's the only one up there talking about ideas. And I was like, did he actually say that? And uh, and I went back and I had to watch it again. And he and Colbert was like, well, Warren is talking about ideas. <laughs> and Chris Christie says she's talking about his ideas. And I was <laughs> yes, like, I was they like, all are. They all yeah. were. They all yeah. talked about. Well, I mean, look yeah. at look at Kamala, right? Like, I mean, you know, yeah. you had uh, on the Colbert where he's like, "How could you go up there and decimate yeah. Biden on the debate stage?" And then her entire response is, "It's a debate. It's a debate. It's a debate." Yeah, and it's, it's, I don't mean. I mean, I stand for nothing. I, I'm a yeah. ruthless terrorist. Yeah. I want to win. Isn't oh, it so funny yeah. that Elizabeth Warren and Pete Buttigieg and all these like fucking ghouls played ball with Biden and they got like nothing out of it? <laughs> hey, nothing. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't know if they're gonna get nothing out of it. There's gonna. They're gonna get like powerful positions in his cabinet or in his administration. The the VP isn't Ooh. the be all end all. They know they were cut a deal into mm-hmm. his administration somehow. We'll see Warren. Warren's gonna take on the banks again. 
And, you know, Pete Buttigieg will be head of the dick-sucking factory or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. But but they're going to – they they didn't lose. No, the CIA has to put him back on ice. The take that, like, oh, Warren got hers. Look at the egg on her face. I don't really think so. I think it was pretty clear that she wasn't going to get it and that she's going to get something out of this, some political clout. She's good with the party. You know, she's in good standing. And – it's disheartening to see Bernie now have to play the, well, listen, you know, Donald Trump's the most dangerous president in the history of the world, and you should vote for Biden instead. Whose fault it's is like, that, though? Whose fault is him having to do that? And it's it's honestly his fault because he was saying he was pushing that rhetoric forever. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think we can fault Bernie for the the whole we had anybody but Trump, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, there was, uh, I think, I, I can't remember how that interview ended, but uh, uh, Christy ended up saying something like, "If it's a straight, if it's a straight primary, like if it's straight, which it obviously wasn't, if it's a, if it's a straight shot, Bernie should win." <laughs> I think he, ended, I think he actually ended the interview uh, with Colbert saying something along the lines of that. But obviously, you know, I don't know. He said, "But so basically, what I'm trying to say is, he also thought he thought along the same ways that Trump did in that sense." So he shared that same idea that Bernie would have won if it wasn't for all that bullshit. Mm. I think most I think most people, regardless of where you fall on party lines, I think most people thought that Bernie was going to like Bernie would win or he should have won. Um, but I think, uh, I, you know, I, I that's why I think like Trump wasn't super hard on like Bernie because he knew that Bernie was like one of the few politicians in the Democratic Party that could give him a run for his money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he wasn't hard on, on Bernie that, or he, he was hard on Bernie, but he wasn't like super hard on Bernie because he knew that he probably knew they'd fuck him out of it. I mean, mm-hmm. he, I mean, constantly, like yeah. if you ever hear Trump's speeches about Bernie, he's always like, yeah, Bernie, listen, he's a socialist. He's an old socialist, whatever, but he's always constantly being like, and they fucked him out of it. And he's, he, it's so weird because Trump does something. And this is like, I think that the Democrats need to like pay attention Trump does something that the Democrats don't do, which is try to try to appeal to Bernie's base, which I know that sounds like contradictory because like most like people who like Bernie wouldn't vote for Trump. But Trump is like Trump sees the the, the Bernie vote, right? He sees it as like a pretty significant chunk of like like a a, a progressive or Democratic like right. uh, I'd say more progressive like coalition. And he tries to be like, hey, listen, we know that you guys got fucked out of it. We're here for you. Right. And it, obviously it's a fucking wolf in sheep's clothing. Like, it's just like yeah. Tucker Carlson. It's like a, he, he appeals, he appeals to leftists, but like he's mm-hmm. obviously a right winger. He hates leftists. Right. Yeah. So, but, it, but he, but it's better than having people who are saying, if you don't vote for Biden, you're not black. Right. Like he like there are people who go like, if you don't vote for Biden, you're an idiot. You're dumb. You're uneducated. You're part of the problem. You're literally contributing to like like, you know, holding hostage like, uh, you know, minority minority groups and being like, well, you know, if you don't vote, if you don't do this, then it's your fault. Basically, Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. the not these greater political machinations that have been going on and will continue on past this election into the future. Not, not those things that have, that have created this situation. It's your particular voting habit. 
like just gonna we're just gonna we're gonna like we talk they fucking talk all the time about structural shit but when it comes down to it they will just boil it down to what do you do as an individual voter mm-hmm. you know and that's their appeal their appeal is is this individual base it's trying to scold people is you scold you just you don't you don't uh, you don't bring out like these big ideas they don't have any like their ideas are the, the, the what they their and, platform is the same platitudes as always been. And they wonder why these disenfranchised people, especially disenfranchised men, turn to fascism because fascism op- offers a offers a aesthetically pleasing alternative, right? But like, yeah, I mean, you, I mean that's yeah. the thing. Like we we talked about this a couple of pods ago, like probably even last pod. But like I mean, we're talking about the incel thing when you fucking scold people and in in and shit on people, right, then eventually they're going to start, like, being pissed off, and they're going to say, we need to take control of our own destiny, right? And that's the thing, like, with the, the, the voting base, that's that's what Trump is appealing to. Trump is appealing to people who are pissed off that the establishment is so fearful that someone would shake it up that they're willing to fuck Bernie out of it. They're willing to at least coordinate to fuck Bernie out of it. And Trump sees that, and he's trying to appeal to people who are pissed off about that particular kind of a behavior. I mean, why did Hillary lose? Because Hillary was an unlikable, right? Like she's like that clip. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's from the show Hillary on Hulu, where she's like, "And he had no experience in in politics, and I've had plenty of years of experience." It's like that's the problem: is you've had plenty of years of experience in politics because people don't care. Like you, you politician, politicians have proved time and time again that they don't care about people. And so people are pissed off and they don't want a politician in the White House. They want someone who can shake it up and Bernie and Trump rep, like represent that. Mm-hmm. And that's what Trump won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the, the, the message, it's like if you look at these two conventions going on now and the, 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 the right wing message is just this endless diatribe about like, far left radicals wanting to turn your kids gay and you know they're sort of which is true yeah it is true we are we're working on it um (laughs) we've got big plans folks big ideas um but yeah they they they're mess like at the at the end of it though they offer like you know, if like put us in power we'll protect you from all this or we'll we'll hurt the people you want to be hurt and, um, which is like a far more appealing message than like, you know, which, I mean, it's awful, but it's still like, okay, people who are disaffected, who want, um, you know, an answer to like the shit that's going on, that's at least something, uh, versus like the Democrats who just say, well, you get nothing. Like you get nothing. Not so only do you get, like, not only do you get you nothing. Want, yeah. You, not only do you get nothing, you're going to get scolded, right? Like, for, like you're, for, we're going to recognizing that you get scolded for recognizing that, um, especially now. There's not been a, a time where voting, like, like, like politics, has not involved the people less than like ever now. Like maybe back in like uh, the 19th century when like all the the back back room it's uh, smoke filled rooms shit where they just they just hashed it out amongst themselves but in like maybe not in, uh, since then have people been like marginal really like in as far as that process goes um so um yeah so when people recognize that and then just go well like i mean realistically 
buying their Trump in there is going to uh, materially affect me zero. Mm-hmm. Or or even if you even if you are maybe like say you don't like Trump or recognize that yes if we're boiling it down to just who is less evil than the other yeah Biden is less evil but then who go well that's not that's not enough that mm-hmm. is not enough for me to vote that is not enough for me to be involved because I need more than just less evil I need someone who's in in like you know part of like. You know, I've said but this he's, before. He's, he's also, but Biden is also not going to materially change uh, uh, poor people's conditions. Like, I mean, you can say right. he's like less evil, like in the abstract sense, but he's not. I mean, uh, black people are still going to die. Uh, cops, uh, Latinos Especially are still going to because he wants to give them more money. Like, you know, yeah. we talk about. Yeah, like, so, I mean, uh, again, like I said, go like I would go with the devil, you know, honestly, like. Like I think that uh, Trump would, I think Trump would set the left's uh, project back, or it, he would, he wouldn't set it back as far as Biden would. So, this is my thoughts on really the matter. Quickly, I just came across this tweet from Philip Lewis, who's uh, he's an editor at HuffPo. He said, uh-huh. "We were just talking about Kaepernick." He said, "Colin Kaepernick took a knee for the first time four years ago on to, this date today." Yeah, today. yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Pretty remarkable. But last thing I think, uh, and I didn't really want to talk about this, but it's been everywhere. Um, where were you guys when you first heard WAP for the first time, and how did it <laughs> negatively affect your life? I still haven't <laughs> heard it. Um, I haven't heard, I really heard the whole thing. thing. No. I haven't heard the song itself. I've seen like the really weird photoshops where it's like um, Biden and Kamala, and I've also seen the one. <laughs> So I've also seen the one where it's like Elizabeth Warren and it's very disturbing. Like, being like, big, like it's kind of like the AT&T girl, right? Like big slobber knocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like on Biden and Kamala. It's very weird. To I feel see. so bad yeah. for that. For the, I do feel bad for the AT&T girl. Like, you don't feel the, bad for her. People are commenting no, on her I feel, tits. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it, it gets to a point where like you can't post anything. You're, it's on your job. And there's just a legion of these fucking like it's like a legion of guys who are are like the percentage of them who are actually horny, Mm. actually sickos. And then a bunch (laughs) of guys who recognize that like saying milk truck tits is funny. It is funny. I mean, it is in a a vacuum, in a vacuum. It is funny. (laughs) They recognize that. And then they (laughs) just join in and just shout it out too, like. See, I'm saying the thing. I'm funny. I'm saying the thing. It's like, yeah. just like, just I mean, like, I think it's, her, her crying into hundred dollar bills from the five G towers that she set up. I think she's, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think someone commenting on how nice her tits look aren't, isn't going to devastate her too terribly yeah. bad. And well, if I'm she does, saying, she can afford the saying, therapy. Like she, like, like, I was just saying it does get to the point where it is too much. Like I, I definitely think if you're like if you're just posting something like especially like on her job like and they're just getting a million guys going milk truck milk truck milk truck at that point a it's not like it's just it's just just shouting into the void mm. and it's just it's too much but that's the, fun, the, funny, yeah. the <laughs> funniest <laughs> one that I saw sorry to like sorry to 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 dive into this when we were talking about WAP but the funniest thing the funniest thing yeah. 
the funniest thing I saw was like, I'm sick and tired of running out of milk. And someone opened their fridge and they had a cutout of her yeah. or AT&T. <laughs> like, yeah, you could do with that joke, you could do stuff with it. Instead of like, it's one thing to say she has them. It's one thing to like do a joke like that. It's another thing to just go to like every fucking social media post she has and just post under it. Like, like directly, like here, like. I'm breaking my fucking genius comedy that a million other people have said already. But that, that, yeah, I did see that yeah. and I was like, yeah, that's I funny. Think yeah. I think it's but. in fun. I, I think most of it's in fun. I think there are probably some horny fucking weirdos. But again, like I said, I mean, she's fucking driving her Lambo to the fucking store, to the, to the five <laughs> store, like her bajillion dollar paycheck. I think she's fine. <laughs> Yeah, ultimately, yeah, yeah, she will continue the AT&T's of, of a strategy of building 5G towers and giving us all combination <laughs> corona. corona autism. <laughs> like, yeah, like, just emanating this aura of just, of, of, yeah, of all the bad shit you can think of. It's, it's coming from there. But yeah, WAP. Um, I've not heard all of it. Uh, I like the discourse around it, which, uh, is like Ben Shapiro being like, mm, uh, uh, human pussy being wet. Oh, you've not met many women yeah. who've met me. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but, so it's an interesting bit. You mentioned the Photoshop with like Kamala Warren. It's like Chapo mentioned this and I, I didn't necessarily realize it, but it really like the, these two cultural moments, right? Maybe uh, like Kamala Harris being VP and WAP being released. Like we're just, immediately just like converged into each other and it's like what like like immediate like oh kamala harris she's bringing her walk to the white house like <laughs> these could not be further <laughs> apart like like yeah. these, these are not events that you can bring together like kamala doesn't have a wet ass pussy and, and also cardi b is not a cop like you can't like these are not things that like work but they just, they don't care. They mash them together anyway. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren's in there, like doing the fucking rain dance with her wet ass wet ass foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing the rain dance. Yeah. <laughs> well, like yeah, making it rain. Christ. Yeah, it's like yeah these these two of these two cultural touchstones have just been yeah these two completely women of color. These two yeah. very strong women of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. It's kind of funny also though because like. So Ben Shapiro said that his wife doesn't has a tr- the, you know he's like my wife's pussy is drier than the Sahara or whatever yeah <laughs> and, and he's like she's a doctor and she said that it's like Ben like you have to know that she's making you feel better it's like he like finishes right like in point five seconds he's like ah and he like lays <laughs> he like lays down and then she's he's just like was it good for you and she's like oh yeah I definitely <laughs> and then just like turns around like crying into a pillow you know. Like well, trying to make him feel better. <laughs> like the, I remember, yeah, saying like, "Oh, I told my doctor wife, who totally exists, um, <laughs> that I'm not convinced she ex- exists. I don't care what what he can post whatever picture um, about that." And she was like, "Oh, it sounds like because like yeah, like okay, either she doesn't exist or she just speaks exactly like him because her answer is something he would say, which is like, oh, that sounds what if like your wife right? is actually classically Abby." The, uh, yeah, it's this. Yeah. pretty hot. Yeah. I can get into that. Yeah. Josh, to answer your question, I know exactly. I actually do know exactly where I was when I first heard it. We were, we were, we were driving back down from the mountains, the, uh, the mountains right here. It was 3 a.m. I was high as fuck. 
And so, so listen, <laughs> so I, it, it, released, day, it, 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 it was, it was taking so a spirit released, quest out think, in New Mexico. <laughs> I, think yeah. they, I think they released it at midnight on the West coast. So that was an hour behind me. So it had literally just got released and we were driving back down. And I remember just blasting that shit in my car on the way back. <laughs> Drunk driving. Fucking <laughs> 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 hitting the preschooler. While yeah. oh, no, I, I, I wasn't driving night on the phone. Dude, oh, I heard, okay. I, did, <laughs> I, thought you I remember when there. I heard wet ass pussy. <laughs> it was when I was high uh, coming down to the mountains, man. Like, uh, it's, 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 it's true. It's true. Really medicine, man. <laughs> yeah. <It's> Mexican. <laughs> it's just like a guy. It's just like. I was some like Latino guy, and you're just like, "Oh, tell me of your people," and he's just like, "He's like the color yeah. of the wind is saying. Yeah. <laughs> you need to listen to what the wind is saying. Like your accent's so peculiar. Is that is that Nawa you're speaking? Yeah. Well, what I love about WAP is one, you know, it's like a it's a very mediocre song. It's like does not deserve like major recognition or whatever it's 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 fun i guess but the reaction from white conservative males just oh, shrieking yeah. at this you it's know like priceless. tucker carlson and ben shapiro ben shapiro mm-hmm. also said in addition to the fact that his uh wife has never been wet he said he admitted that he had he got paternity tests on like when his children were born to make sure they were his. I don't think he, I don't think he actually got the test. I think it was just a bad like like bad wording. Like he was trying to be like, oh guys, my dick has worked twice at least. So you know, um, which is a great like I'd say this kids are great because they do prove your dick works. Like you have proof, you point eh, there it is, uh, it worked uh, at least one. So. Uh, I think he was just trying to get an own and just uh, like they all do. They just own themselves. They just go, yeah, my wife's never seen a dry, uh, a wet ass pussy. Oh, I've had two kids and they've been paternity tested. Like, you know, um, yeah, it's just all, it's all self-owned. Like it's just, um, <laughs> my, also my favorite thing about Ben is that he hosts a, a little hour where he'll be like, I'm going to, I'm going to read the lyrics from this rap song. But it's like mostly the N word, so it's just him going N word, N word, N word, <laughs> and like in this case, it's him saying wet ass P word, and I'm just like, you sound like a preschooler. You sound Your like a, you sound like a wet ass pussy, dude. Yeah, and you're saying P word. I would have, and I said this to my girlfriend who was a little skeptical, but I said I would have more respect for Ben if he just said pussy and he just said the N word. Just say it. <laughs> just, just go. Like, like we already know you're, you're oh, wild. Yeah. Just See, if I had, if I had a popular internet show, I mean, that the N word would be dropped literally every other word. Hard <laughs> <laughs> art. Have like Huckleberry Finn open and be like, "See, it was in the book I was reading." Yeah, was reading. <laughs> exactly. I'm an eighth. Listen, I'm an eighth grade English teacher, so <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. I can say the N word, of course. If it's yeah. written down, it, I can say it. It's written down. It's, it's a word. Come on, it's, it's just, just a word. Like, him clinging to this like I'm respectable. It's like just just we we you are he, I mean he I mean if you look at some of his tweets there was a person that was like he wants to say it so bad and he was like yeah. you look like an idiot with your pants pulled down. You look like an it, take take the stickers off your hat. Take the stickers off your hat. If you don't have a if you don't have a crease in your bill, what are you doing? And he's it's like he's so like he wants to say it so bad. 
Like he's just like, like white knuckling it under his desk, like talking about black Panther. He's just like sitting there, like (laughs) squeezing one of those like medicine balls being like, isn't real. These people, people. (laughs) No, it's, it's the Shapiro family is great. You've got him, uh, his sister who sounds like she has marbles in her mouth when she sings. Does she have her own show? Like her own. Yeah. She's got her own YouTube channel now where, Josh, um, one of the, 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 the chapel they did with Ike Barinholtz, he came on, they did an episode with him. It's free. I believe you can get it, uh, off. <laughs> I was about to say, you can get it off Spotify. Well, fucking course. Um, they did an episode with him and they listened to Abby and her husband review Tarantino movies. Oh, what does her husband look like? Is her husband a I don't know. Like I don't know, but he sounds like, he sounds like I could, I could kick the shit out of him. But, well, um, yeah. Yeah. But they're like talking about Tarantino movies, and they're like, uh, uh, "None of this means anything." They have three uh, kids. Yeah. No, Ben Shapiro has three kids. Well, was this a recent episode of Chapo? Yeah, it's like uh, it's called like the Rats for Coming or something. Okay. Like, two, like the last Mondays, I think. Red Scare Pod subreddit has a picture of uh, Abby's husband, and he looks gay. Like he looks like he's. I, I think this man's gay, probably. Okay, well, his 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 opinions on Tarantino movies definitely does mark him out <laughs> as a as a as a weakling um, because their whole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just it's just gar- it's like uh, it exemplifies like just not under, like not having like the two of them were probably raised by a guy who's like anything uh, that isn't like like just in, like drilling into them like like this like this certain culture you have to consume and like, like classical music, certain movies, like all well, this shit, right? Like all about but, like the preservation of the West. I'm sending you guys a picture of her husband right now, by the way. Okay. But you know, none of it's like good or fun or they like it. It's just, that's like been drilled into them. So anytime Ben listens to like, uh, you know, like a fucking, uh, Akon song, he loses his mind. Every time his sister goes to sing anything, she sounds like a fucking air raid siren. Like, because they don't, like, these, these things are not, like, it's not organic, I don't think, anyway. Like, it's not an organic interest in something. It's a, she's, I'm she's obligated like, to like training, too. Like, that's the weird thing is, like, she sounds so bad. She sounds like a person who pretends to, like, have classical training. Because, like, if you don't, if you don't understand, what's good about it or if you if you don't have an interest in it to begin with if you're if you just do it because you're beaten and told to do it then you're not going to come out sounding good you'll just you'll mimic what you think is good about it or what sound it's like you know it's like those fucking vietnamese like one room like gunsmiths right you hand them a, a 1911 and they make one but the safety doesn't work or the latch doesn't work because they don't know what those things do. They just know that's what it's supposed to look like. I would like. like you guys to comment on the picture that I just sent you, by the okay. way. It's, he, lo- it's he looks horrifying. just like her. Yeah, they're like, they're like <laughs> fucking twins. <laughs> doesn't he look gay, though? Yeah. I mean, I mean maybe he's got a beard. Yeah, but look at the facial expression he's doing in that picture. I, it's <laughs> terrifying. It's terrifying when couples look alike. Like it is absolutely <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> he's he's very small. He's a small being. So obviously I have contempt for him. Yeah. We could well, it works out it works out in his advantage because her milk truck titties can just drown him, essentially. <laughs> right. 
Have you guys seen her nudes, by the way? Uh, she has nudes? Oh, yeah. Maybe? No. Oh. Oh yeah, she has nudes. No, she doesn't. Yes, From she where? does. Dude. Well, she one hundred percent has nudes, and uh, let me tell you, they're pretty nice. But also, it's so funny because there's literally a, a fucking uh, menorah in the background of one of them. <laughs> what? Okay. What? Actually, have I seen them? You should have. <laughs> I think Matt may have shown shown it to me before, but I don't. I don't. I don't know if I got shown them. I think I just I may have stumbled across it because someone I think, I think posted about it. And then, and then I just like in the comments, someone just said, "Here, here it is," or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I think she got fappening. Yeah, that 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 sucks. Then, like, if they were like, if they're like an OnlyFans, Abby Shakur OnlyFans, I'm so, I'm subscribing the next day. But you know, if <laughs> Abby has leaked nudes, Ben has looked them up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just for verification, right? <laughs> for, for verification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, He's like, oh, is... let me see the body. Let me yeah. make sure it's nervous. I have to make sure that's a fact. <laughs> right. Facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> there you are, guys. There you go for your hey. your beauty. Oh, um, we're doing this. We're doing this live. We're doing it right now. Jesus yeah. Christ. She has a menorah. I don't the... think that's her. That is her. I don't think that's her. Yeah. I swear. I swear to God. I I think it's the case of mistaken identity. One hundred percent her. Is it is it heavy kind of thicker though? She's oh, thicker now. Oh, yeah, she's thicker now. Either way, everyone should has the right to have nudes and not be leaked everywhere, but yeah. I don't think that's her. Mm-hmm. That's one hundred percent her. I, I'm gonna <laughs> disagree. Uh did we have you let me maybe this we can talk about I, I brought up OnlyFans. You see that uh, Bella Thorne made a million dollars in twenty four hours. Jesus Christ. Who's she that's set up awesome. a I, she, she, she's like a Disney Channel person. Disney Channel child star. Now she's yeah. like now she's transitioned into being like, tra- like a like a trash queen. I guess yeah. she's like sloppy and people love it. And it's like she's probably just like out of her mind on Quaaludes all the time. But um, she's made a kind of career of being like a sloppy, sexy lady now. And apparently, she set up an OnlyFans for a day. Um, and people like a, like a million dollars worth of people subscribe to it, and yeah. then she like th- not doing it because it's literally just for the day. I'm pretty sure something oh, like that. Either way, she made a million dollars in 24 hours by setting that up. And um, fuck, imagine ha- having anything you could do that would make you a million dollars in 24 mm-hmm. hours. Well, that is just like you know. See, I just I wish I were a female so I could start an OnlyFans like. Like and granted, not all of them make that much money. No, usually, that's, that what is you do, true. usually what you do see, especially on like TikTok, is people are like, "Oh, I made this much money in this many hours." Like, and as, this is the same with you know any kind of uh, social media service where you're getting paid, like, like including YouTube. That really, mm-hmm. it's like the top one to two percent of people actually making money, and everybody else is making yeah, cable it's scraps. Like kind of like an MLM almost. It's kind of like a like a like a pyramid. Yeah, it's it's that, similar mm-hmm. in the idea that only very select few actually make enough money on it, but it is a yeah. substantial amount. Like they make a a large amount of money, but that I mean that applies to anything. So that's why you should always be wary of like thinking that you might get rich off of OnlyFans or get rich off yeah. of Pornhub because yes, the vast certain. majority of people like don't, don't make it. Yeah. But I anyway, would, oh, go ahead. Cole, is I would say, Josh, I would like the ability to just like become a big titty goth girl whenever it's necessary. 
Yes. Like in this case, having an OnlyFans like once a week, mm-hmm. you know, post some stuff, you know, like uh, so I can make like some good Twitter clout, like post yeah. a theme involving myself. Oh, well, there's but then, you know, snap better. back so I can go run at night, you know. I really wish that I could transform like like that, but just just to see how the other half lives, right? Because they always say the grass is always greener. But being like a fat like retarded nerd or whatever on the internet is like I just want to see how like the women whose like entire personality is like I'm going to objectify myself on the internet. Like I want to see how that is. Yeah, it'd probably be a strange combination of hating yourself. But then being narcissistic, which is not, not like no no cop like that's like every internet personality is probably anyone who is like like mainly internet based man or woman is probably a combination of an extreme narcissist who also somehow also hates themselves. Right. Yeah. Like, no, you gotta I, subject yourself to a certain level of whatever to to be out there like that. So yeah, I, I think it, I think there's like a certain. Um, thought process though that is different in, in like an e-thought or whatever you know what I'm saying like I think there's a I think you're right that that it's you have to be narcissistic and also hate yourself but at the same time to like go hey here are my like actual tits like you don't see a lot of guys who are like here are my balls or whatever well no you do just it's on an interpersonal level it's, right like famous my balls you know, to, a, to a random lady who doesn't want to see them at all right yeah. no intention to see them Maybe that's why guys get in trouble is because they're like so personal with their like dick pics it or whatever. It is more direct. It is a very direct way of saying. Here's whereas, whereas women are kind of like, here are my tits. And guys are like, oh my God, please just like give me your milk. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, if you like them, you're free to peruse them. If you don't like them, you're free to move on. You know, it's yeah. not hanging out in your inbox. So we know we know that – my last thing before we go. Uh, we know that, uh, you know, men – are like uh, really like feet pics. They really like the tits. What would be the equivalent of a foot pick for a woman? Like, can you guys guess what that would even be? I think you like a woman uh, to get. Like, like yeah. Like what, what, what would a man give as the equivalent of a feet pick? Yes. Their yeah, hands. It would be your hands. Hands. I, I agree. Or hands. Interesting. Okay. I've been told by. Uh, I mean, several women at this point that shoulders are like a fixation, apparently. Interesting. Well, That's you should do a, a quick social experiment, and for the next week, just post your shoulders in your hands and see what, what kind on of only you get. on OnlyFans. They got to pay for that shit. Hands <laughs> really are though, uh, Austin. You're right because hands. It's like what what if like a woman says you have nice hands? What she means is like think. Like, I, I imagine that will feel nice if you finger me. I have yeah, been complimented yeah. on my hands by so many people. The people have said I have very like this is the weird thing though. They said I have very pretty hands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the same thing. And I'm like, I, yeah, I'm like, should I be insulted by that or like or? if you want to fuck me, just come out and say it. No, it pays right. way to like her apartment where there's a glass case full of preserved hands. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, wow, you have very pretty hands. And it's like a movie where it's just like the, the next thing is like a sex scene, but she's got like her bra on and the covers are like over us. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, you're just like, like, like fondling her over the blankets. Like, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, I think women like legs too. Cause I think, uh, I think, Oh, you know what a- women like? Asses. Women like male yeah, asses. That's true. That's yeah. true. 
and, and so I remember, I remember there was a viral, there went, there was a viral post with Chris Pine. He was wearing like these really short shorts. Chris Pine, he's got these like, you know, they're like really toned yeah. legs. And I yeah. remember the internet was just gushing over his legs. So he's probably a leg thing too. So I think, though, Josh, I think, I think hands and shoulders is what I would go for if I was giving a feet pick equivalent, but you know, it probably would vary. Yeah, I have to ask my girlfriend and see what she has to say. I'm sure she'll still have some input on that. Mm. All right, well, uh, good stuff, guys. Good, uh, awesome. Thanks for coming on, man. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir. And I'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Cool.